Hello? Hey, Steve. Hey, Bob. Man, I don't know if this thing's working or not. Because after after the call's over, it, like, you know, wraps up the file, and it's just, on the the last two, it just keeps spinning and saying, preparing file. So, I don't know if it's working or not. Is is the old app dead? No, this is the old app. It is the the old app. I I renewed the subscription earlier today and paid the three-month fee, 25 bucks, and everything looks good, but uh, well, I guess we go with it. Uh, try to keep know. it brief, I mean, and if it's if it doesn't work, we we conduct a, a few emails back and forth and then just post those. Yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess we do that. I just don't know. It's weird. I might have to call our support line if it doesn't work, but I guess we can have a good old chat about YFFL and <laughs> hopefully it gets recorded. Yeah, yeah, let's have a kind of first-person, third-person type of uh, chat. <laughs> uh, technical difficulties. Technology. I know we we need one of these kids to be like what do we need like Jacob Kinsman to figure out how to work this thing like set it up for us yeah need some of these young kids yeah oh man how's it down in Texas hot yeah like 100, 100 every day and it will be at least through the weekend it flipped the switch to fall here last week mm. yeah I bet I didn't even know if it was going to be like Warm at Mike's wedding. He was like cooling off that whole week. Yeah. Yeah, we're just waiting for some rain down here. It is it is really hot. It's been hot for at least all of August now into September. So yeah. Anyway. Anyway. What's, uh, what what's your summer been like? Uh, it's been busy. Flew by. I got you know once the kids started school today. Cal starts back at his school, but in a new class tomorrow. So this is birthday week at the Dugas household. Charlotte was yeah. a, Charlotte turned six on Friday and Cal turned three yesterday. So yeah, it's been crazy. You know, we gonna go down to New Jersey next week for a wedding for a college friend. And last week we had Mike's wedding and the week before that, the bachelor party. Mm-hmm. So it was, August was the month of Mike. Yeah, man. How was all of that? Uh, it was it was awesome. It was a couple of great weekends. So we we went up to Belgrade for the bachelor party and started on a Wednesday. He started with some golf in Portland and then headed up that way and I met up with let's see, who's there Wednesday? It was like Owen Lynch, Janko, Mitchell, myself, <laughs> Aceto, Jack Piper, I wanna say. Mm-hmm. And John and, and Mike and I might be missing one person. I not positive, but uh, it was a good time. See, Cedo had he'd had a few beers and he was already hungover from the night before being out with Obi. Oh wow! And, um, one of the Tucker Hodgkins had mailed out this like two hundred twenty dollar flamingo, 
this huge pink flamingo. And so I get there and they're just finishing blowing that thing up. And, um, but before we headed out on it, I'd, uh, I think most people in the league know, but I, I made Mike a past pizza YFFL table and I, I'd finally gotten it done. And it's just like a table over Pat's and he was, he was pretty blown away. He was pretty pumped. He's, he's already planning on a man cave to, uh, to get it in. So that was well received, which was good because I put quite a bit of work into it. And then, um, so yeah, we hung out and, uh, you know, some girls were that we had this huge lake house and there's this big peninsula and there was like in front of it was kind of like, uh, not quite a public area, but like, a where a lot of people had easements to come down and like hang out. So everyone like on the street had water access. So there's a couple of girl, girls down there. And of course, Mike starts chatting them up and then, you know, I don't think much of it. Well, yeah, we hung out and, and whatever, and, and I was getting ready to leave, and as I'm heading out the door, uh, the girls are back. And so <laughs> I leave, and the next day I start getting texts from John. I'm doing wellness checks on John that turns out one of them's a stripper. <sighs> and But her sister, but they're sisters, and one of them didn't know that the other one was a stripper. So I missed Thursday, and they're out on, like, the party boat, and, one sister's up at the house. The other one's down there doing splits in between the seats and stuff. <laughs> and just shenanigans are ensuing. And then uh, I get back up there Friday afternoon. And to- like it was weird. Like Every day it was like a totally different crowd would, would be there. And so a whole new crowd's there. And it's like Desiderio and Richie Pierce and Harder and, and those guys and Tucker and Pat Tarby. And so first we we head out on the boat and get this party boat that Mitchell rented. And they decide they're going to tow the flamingo. <laughs> so they're towing it. And, and Richie, he's driving. He wants to go a little faster. I'm like, no, Richie, don't go any faster. I think it's going to tear apart. He's like, no, he's like, it's fine. I'm like, no, Richie, don't go any faster. All of a sudden, Richie just can't help himself. He hits the throttle, rips that bird right in half. So things... So we're out in the middle of the lake. There's like six guys riding on it. Desiderio falls off backwards. Mike's hanging on for dear life to the thing's neck. And we're like looping around and around, trying to round people up. There's beers floating everywhere. And now they're taking turns riding the neck. Well, Marshall Spear, he was there. He hops on. He's on the neck. Next thing you know, he disappears. We're just like waiting, waiting. <laughs> Finally, he pops back up. Like It was probably like five seconds, but it felt like 40 pops up we're like oh my gosh like we're the people are like getting ready to like dive in to go find him and you know so we we dragged that it, it only like one big section pop so it, like the neck was still inflated and everything so we drag it mike and i drag it into the front of the boat we like prop it up we made a loop around the whole lake like yelling and hooting and hollering at everyone on their docks while we're waving this big huge you know nine foot tall pink flamingo at them let's just say nobody was impressed mm-hmm. so Later, later that night, we're hanging out around the campfire, and um, Mark Desiderio stands up and just goes down in a heap. And as he did, here's what he was telling us afterwards: he was thinking about all the people that like landed fires with their hands. So he rolled his hands up into his body, <laughs> and he just like kind of lands on like his head and his knees, and 
like four of us instantly shot up and like ready to like get him because it looked like he was going right into the fire. Yeah. And I was ready to jump over this thing. All of a sudden, like he's like wavering. All of a sudden, the last second, he like rolls off to the left, like away from the fire. His like neck was, his, I don't know, a rock got into his neck. His neck was all torn up. We couldn't tell if it was burned or blood or what. It was, it was just such a close call to like, you know, Johnson leaving in a friggin' body bag and, and Desiderio leaving in an ambulance. So it was a good time. Then a bunch more guys came up Saturday. All the Pierce brothers showed up, and it, it was fun. And then um, I'll, I'll wrap up the Mike wedding stuff real quick here, but one last story I think you'll really like. So um, we're sitting there at the ceremony waiting for it to get going. And Ed and his wife sit down next to me. And so I get Ed, his wife, then me, then Becky. So Ed's like, oh, yeah, it's Steve. This is so-and-so, so-and-so, Steve. I'm like, oh, nice to meet you. And she's like, yeah, nice to meet you. I'm like, I'm like it's nice to really finally meet the the person that can go toe-to-toe arguing with Ed. She's like, what? I'm like, yeah. Like, you know, you know, like Ed's going to argue about everything. She's like looking at me really weird and just kind of like turns away and looks at Ed. She's like, what is he talking about? Like I got no idea. I mean, I, you must remember, like Ed, Ed had to like always argue about everything, like especially with me. So it was just the joke couldn't have fallen more flat. It, was, it, made, it just made it so awkward sitting beside them. I was like, well, okay. So I was like, I, got, I need to recover. So Chris is sitting in front of us. So I tap on him, like because John's up there waiting for Mike to come come up the aisle or whatever. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't believe they got Jason Veritek to officiate this thing. And Chris just dies. You know, Chris is just laughing his head off. So, well, you win some, you lose. <laughs> but, man, that joke to Ed, that couldn't have fallen any flatter. Uh, the Steve-Ed rivalry continues. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, what is he talking about? Ed? Just, I have no idea. Oh, man. Yeah, but it was fun. It was a really fun wedding. I, I thought the wedding. I don't know. I thought it was still going strong. It turned out I'd been missing for like two hours, and I was just hanging out at the fire with like Mitchell's dad. And like Mike found me out there late night, and then Becky finds me, and she's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, I'm "Just hanging out with the Mitchells." And she's like, the wedding's over. I'm like, "What do you mean the wedding's over?" It brings me back into like those barn where it was, and there's like ten people left. Everyone left. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Nice. Sounds like a good time. Mike's a married man. Wow. I know. It's crazy. Crazy. Yeah, he's on top of the world. He's got the best team in the YFFL. He got a he had a great two week run up here in Maine. He's got a Pat's pizza table. I don't know if life could get any better. Oh. Yeah, I know. Um, we got the buddies, the white guys, to open the season. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I, I I wanted to have a start off with a. I know we've been going division recently to start the season, but I wanted to shake it up a little and do the Super Bowl rematch. So I, nice. I went AFC NFC Week One. Nice. That's that's cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Though I think the I think the buddies are in a little better shape. I'd feel better about the white guys if if we knew Todd Gurley was still Todd Gurley. Yeah, I know. Um, 
And that's a good look. So let's let's back up a little bit before we get into the teams real quick. Uh off season in the draft, obviously, you know, my season was ruined when Andrew Luck just retired on a Friday night. Like I just or maybe it was a Saturday night, I can't remember. I, yeah, it was a it was a Saturday it was during Mike's wedding. All, of a sudden, I'm all during Mike's wedding. Right? Andrew Luck's retired. I can't believe it. Uh, it's just one of those off seasons where like every every news blurb about one of my guys is like bad, like Carlos Hyde getting cut, Kenneth Dixon out to the IR a thousandth time. The only good news is Josh Gordon, but uh, I, so I had a pretty pretty bad off season, and then like going into the draft, I just really didn't want to kill Harry. I just don't like Patriots wide receivers; like, they never pan out. And like every mock, mock draft I did. Was like, oh god, the Keel Harry is gonna be sitting there at seven and eight for me. There's like no clear alternative to him. So of course, of course, I get stuck with them. And then like two days later, Devin Sigal or Lashawn McCoy gets cut. And uh, knowing I could have taken Devin Singletary, oh man, it was just it's been that kind of year so far. So. Uh, but yeah, what, what were your thoughts on the draft? You had like eight of the first sixteen picks. It felt like uh, so. Um. Well, it's a little more on the off season. I mean, there's a couple big trades in the off season. First, back in April, I got all this Tyreek Hill stuff going on, and it's just looking like he's played his last down in the NFL. So I unload him. The only team that can really afford to try to get try for him is the Buddies. So mm-hmm. April 20th, I trade Tyreek Hill. Four months later, he doesn't even serve a one-game suspension. Yep. So brutal. Br- I knew the trade would blow up in one of our faces. I just was really hoping it wouldn't be me. And then um, going into the draft, I planned on taking one of the running backs from Kyler Murray, and then I let Chris know ahead of time what I was going to do. And and he said he really wanted Murray, so I made a couple offers to him, one around Chubb and one around Godwin, and, and he went for the Godwin one. And so we swung a pretty big trade there. So the big boys finally got their QB. Yeah, I really like Murray. I think he's going to be a really good fantasy guy. So uh, I think it was worth worth it for Chris to do that trade. He, he needed a quarterback bad. Yeah. So then the draft, yeah, I'd, I definitely had a lot of picks. Um, I kind of wish I hadn't traded you the 17 pick for the kicker in the end because I've probably would have tried to make an offer to come back up for Nikhil Harry, but that's okay. Um, I, I had no interest in trading down. I just didn't. Cause I didn't think this draft was that strong. I mean... It's a bad draft. I, we could look back at this in the years and be like, the entire thing was junk. Like, yeah, DJ I, I Hawkinson's really the only good player or something. <laughs> really, that's why I didn't take Singletary. I'm like, this guy is Kenneth Dixon 2.0. I'm like, I'm yeah. not taking him if, you know, if he can't beat out McCoy and Gore, I just not taking them. Like I uh, really thought Miles Sanders was the best running back in the draft, but I didn't want to put him with Wentz on one team. And I also knew Kevin probably would take Josh Jacobs, so I was like, I'm gonna go Montgomery, and then I really liked JJ Arcega Whiteside. So yeah, you and I both really liked him. I actually didn't even know you liked him when as much as I liked him because I was gonna take him at seven and eight, and then you said you were yep. taking about three. I'm like, oh, man, I'm stuck with Nikhil Harry, who's already on the IR, by the way. He's out for the first half of the season with the Patriots. Oh, man. Which means he's not going to play at all this year. It just sucks. So, 
on my mock draft, well, I got the first six picks right. I only got two right after that. But in general, I got 15 of the 16 people picked in the first round correct. So that's not too bad considering how open-ended the last, like, six picks seemed. Yeah, absolutely. What about uh, the Huskers at six? They went with Damian Williams. What do you think of, of Damian Williams? Oh, Kevin is sick to his stomach, especially after. So, yeah, he does you know, the big trade with you and then trades away Max. So it was almost like he lost two running backs in one shot. Um, yeah, there was no way. There's just no way I was touching that guy. I didn't care. He'd have to be there like 15 for me to touch that guy. There's just no way. Yeah, I knew Kevin was taken in there. I would have taken him at seven or eight before the McCoy trade. After, no, I, I wouldn't have. I, I just wouldn't have. It was yeah. too risky. He was uh, on DK Metcalf until about 48 hours before the draft, and he just had a big change of heart. So I, Yeah, Metcalf, Metcalf's going to be really good if he can stay healthy. I just have a feeling he's one of those guys like Alshon Jeffrey, just always going to be injured. Uh, I just have a funny feeling. He's he's, he's, he's kind of one of those guys where he's he's so big and strong that he is like the inside of his body, like you know the ligaments and the bones just can't take that type of torque and you know yeah I, I just think all that type of stuff. Yeah, they just be battling injuries injuries his entire career. He'll show flashes and you know he set up pretty good in Seattle, but. We'll see. Maybe I'm wrong. But, but man, um, that draft flew by. It went so fast. Yeah, and it, it was, was nice. It was so funny with you calling in. It it just you sounded <laughs> exactly like call like sports talk radio, and yeah. and like your face was like this little circle. And whenever you spoke, <laughs> just like little satellite signals went off all around it. It was hilarious. Oh man, I was so pissed. I, had, I got booked on a last minute trip to El Paso, and the only flight back landed like 15 minutes before the draft. <laughs> and my phone was on like 5% and I had to get to my car to charge it and it was at 1% when I got to my car so I almost lost it all but uh, yeah I wasn't, I wasn't thrilled to have to do it that way but I had my sheet up I, I knew I was I, I liked I mean all things considered I like I got Marquise Brown in the second round I think he'll be a good wide receiver eventually I got Daryl Henderson with Todd Gurley's situation he could get a lot of carries. I had a draft for again, Jacoby Brissett. Thank you, Andrew Luck. And I got right. Herned in pretty late and, uh, you know. Well, at least you right. took Darnold. You got Darnold last year. I mean, if you hadn't done that, then you'd be in a world of hurt. Yeah. Yeah, true. But, yeah, no, um, I like the beans. I mean, obviously, I, I still think out of this draft, maybe only five guys are any good. But Yeah, me too. From From, like, a paper standpoint today, I like I like I like the Beans draft a lot. Yeah. Thought the Beans had a good draft. Thought the Mallards had one. Um. Who else do I like? A few few people had like a good two picks. I mean, it was really hard to have like four good picks or three good picks. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking down through. I was surprised to see Zay Jones, the Eaters user second pick on Zay Jones. I know. He was on my team last year, one of my cuts. Three of my cuts got redrafted. I, I couldn't believe it. I thought it was all a seed of but Zay Jones went to, the eat, went to Kurt and the Eaters. But, uh, yeah, Malcolm Brown went to the Refugees, and then he took someone else late, Marquise Lee. 
Always I really, I really liked all the kickers that were getting drafted, even though they they were like getting cut and going on IR and stuff like that. Yeah, Kevin took uh, Tavecchio, and it was yeah. posted earlier that day that they were bringing in Matt Bryant. So. I know it was great. Then Graham Gano, he went to the IR. He got drafted. Yeah, Graham Gano. Yeah. Yeah, there's not a lot of good kickers this year. I, you know, don't be mad about not taking will will or not or trading for Will Lutz. Like, there's only like five or six really good kickers this year. So I think I think you did the right thing. Originally, I figured I would take whichever kicker Mike cut. Yeah, I know, and he kept them both. Kept them both. I don't know who the heck is texting me, but it's getting pretty annoying here. Are you hearing that? Yeah, I can hear it. I can hear it. Let's see if I can do anything about that. Yeah. There. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the draft. Would you – any big thoughts? No, I think David Montgomery is going to be really good. I think Kyler Murray is going to be really good. Um, and some of these receivers will pan out, maybe Whiteside and Hardman, you know, maybe Metcalf. But, uh, which which, which running back would you have taken first, Miles Sanders? No, I would take Montgomery. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yep. I'm excited I mean, for the, Thursday night. I don't, the Eagles use like 10 different running backs. I mean, it's – I don't see one guy just getting all the carries. I mean, last year they featured like five different running backs. Corey Clement, uh, Smallwood, Josh Adams, um, the old guy. Who's the old quick guy? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Sproles. Sproles. <laughs> and then there's one other guy that got tons of carries. I can't remember. But Clement, like, Smallwood, Josh Adams. I don't know. There's a million of them. Oh, J.J.I.? Yeah, maybe Jay. Yeah, Jay, Jay. So it's like, it, and the thing that's scary about running backs these days, like they, their shelf life is so short. Like, some of these guys are gonna be out of the league in like two or three years. I mean, well, they're not gonna give anyone a second contract anymore. It's crazy. Like uh, Mike Gillisley, he was a really good running back for the Bills like two years ago. Started the season last year with like three touchdowns, and now he's like out of the league. Oh, yeah, we were fighting over him. And then you keep him, and then he gets three TZs, you're pumped, and then two weeks later he's out of the NFL. Yeah, I traded Deion Lewis because he was so good. Um, there's a whole bunch of cases like that. Like um, Deontay Foreman, I mean, guy can't stay healthy. I don't think he's going to get back in the league now. He's out for the year. Uh, there's just like guys that were – I mean, um, who'd you have? Thomas Rawls? Like, yeah. <laughs> That guy was a starting running back two years ago. Uh, yeah, he broke that ankle and he sucked after that. Yeah, and then uh, Amir Abdullah, uh, it's just, it just goes on and on. Like all these... One one good preseason carry blew that one. Great. It makes me really scared to take it. That's why I didn't want to take Singletary. I had Kenneth Dixon. I drafted him eighth overall a couple of years ago, and I don't think he's played like more than four games. So wasn't, unless you got Montgomery, Sanders, or Jacobs, it's just not to me is too risky. So that's what wide receivers are a little more, um, you know, trustworthy. I would say yeah. long term. So, so well, anyway, we should probably get into the draft. Yeah, um, let's get into predictions real quick. And so we got a new season upon us. Two nights. I can't wait. Yeah, uh, the Packers Bears absolutely. Be a good game. So it's what the NFL's hundredth season, something. 
Yeah. It'll be good. Um, yeah, so we got some big names. we got Rodgers and Aaron Jones, Montgomery, Trubisky. Harry Cohen, I don't know if he's starting Harry or not. Harry Cohen, yeah, Bucks I don't know buddies. if he'll start. Um, Allen Robinson. Eddie Pinero. Yes. <laughs> Devontae Adams, who somehow Jason like... Crosby. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Devontae Adams, receiver. yeah. Was like ranked as one of the best wide receivers in the league somehow. I can't uh, believe you would you nick get him off what waivers like two yeah. years ago? This yeah. is insane. I know. Crazy. So. Uh, so, yeah. who do you think's gonna win the the AFC East this year? Um, man, this is not a great division. Uh. I picked the Asian orangutans. Yeah, that's who I was going to. I love what they got with Kittle, Singletary, Kamara. Dak will just be serviceable. And I think he'll got... be good enough. I think Allen Robinson had a big bounce back year, and I think Moncrief has a finally is the player I thought I had for like 10 years on my team. Yeah, he's got pretty good depth at the wide receiver position. Um, yeah, this so division well, is... Not the Llamas should be good because they've got one of the top three QB. they got what should be two top five running backs, but I don't trust their wide receivers. I just And I just think they have bad luck. I think the season's going to just blow up in their face somehow. Yeah. It's going to be close again. What about the Bear? they got they still got Brady and Newton. Yeah, he's still got a lot of paths. Um, refugees, of paths. I think, need to rebuild. I think the the one of those teams should get the the wild card. I just don't see one of the AFC West teams getting the wild card. So I would think two teams out of this division make the playoffs. So Aceto kept Gronk. He thinks he's coming back, huh? Oh, he's coming back. I mean, Jesus, all he talks about is how he can get ready in a month and he feels good. Like he's coming back, hundred percent. Wow. You'll see Gronk out there by week ten. Okay then. Yeah. Hundred percent. I'd bet just about anything on it. No kidding. I think the Patriots would have made a bigger move to address their tight end position too if they didn't think he'd come back at some point. Yeah. Let's hope the guy. Yeah, he sounds like he takes a beating playing football. <laughs> yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah, good lord. He's already the best tight end ever. Um, so it's a foregone conclusion that the Buddies are going to win the the West. Yeah, I mean, this our division. I just, I just can't get the Thugs any better, really. I just have been hit by just really bad drafts and guys not panning out, but well, with Mahomes in the division now and the rest of his team loaded, it's almost like you have to take a, you know, a, that's one reason I offered you Coleman for Harry. Was you almost got to take like a, a look like three years out to like when some of my skill guys, you know, might be tailing off or something and you can mm-hmm. maybe, maybe make a run then because you're not, you're just not touching them for the next three years. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then the, he's got Mayfield on the bench. That's just not right. We got to get Mayfield. He needs to be starting in the YFFL. <laughs> it's what's funny is I I saw like there's like uh, I think it was Royal World had like their dynasty tiers and like QB was QBs one through three were Mayfield, Mahomes, and Watson. I'm like, oh my god, he had all three of those on one team at one point. <laughs> it's insane. That is insane. Yeah, I think yeah the buddies. I mean, I think I mean we haven't talked about MVP yet, but I think Mahomes runs away with it, and yeah, the buddies should win ten games. They got so much depth at running back. They finally got good receivers. Tight ends a little below average, but they'll get by. Yeah, he'll, two, I think he'll two really good. We got Mark kickers. Andrews. I like Mark Andrews. That was a good pick. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, the Eaters have traditionally been pretty good. I don't know really if they've proved. I mean, they got Bereda. I really like Bereda. Melvin Gordon obviously holding out. So uh, yeah. Antonio Brown's going to really take a step back this year. Yeah, Rivers and Brown I think are going to start trending down. Calvin he Ridley, might. I mean, I don't think he can get like that many touchdowns on that few catches again. So he'd have to. Yeah, that was. Bit of a luck, yeah, a luck streak. But he, I mean, Dante Pettis might be pretty good. I don't know. I think the Eaters. I picked them to win the. I think. I think I picked them to to get the first overall pick next year. Oh wow! Yeah, I mean, oh. I mean they're good. They're good to like, you know, they get in the like sixth spot, and then make a run up to number one. I don't know. I think they might sneak into that wild card. Really? Yeah. If he gets Melvin Gordon back. I think he can do it. Yeah. All right. We'll see. I bet. I, I think he can go eight and five. Wow, you can get eight wins. That's incredible. Sorry, Kurt, but I don't think I don't think you can get eight wins with that team. Well, look at the Thugs. I mean, the Thugs are in really bad shape. I mean, I got oh, thugs is, the Thugs and Merriman are garbage. So that should be four wins for each of those two teams. Yeah, I guess you just yeah. got to win four more. Yeah, I just, you know, I gotta hope Mikal Hardman is is the player I think he can be, and uh, Christian Kirk. I got, you know, like D.D. Westbrook, but um, yeah, it's just gonna be a, a long year for me. Just hope some of these young guys step up. So I'd really like to get Mayfield onto the Merriman. I need a good young QB, and I need some stars. My team is nothing but wide receiver twos and flexes during a bye week. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Every, everyone's good enough to be on a, someone on a team in the league, but nobody you want to start. Yeah. You don't have really any pro bowl caliber players besides Gostowski and maybe Ben Howard this year, but we'll see. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, the so, AFC's so the AFC's pretty weak. <laughs> yeah. So buddies are coming out of there for sure. I haven't yeah. seen a. I don't think I've seen someone turn in their picks yet that has doesn't have the buddies coming out of the AFC. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'll take the the buddies and tanks. I take the eaters to win the wild card. Yeah, I'm, I think I got the llamas. So, uh, NFC East. What do you like in there this year? So the boys coming off an undefeated season. Uh, be, uh, white guys undefeated. I mean the white guys. I'm sorry, the white guys. Yeah, Case Keenum and the white guys undefeated. Really old team. Fitzgerald, Peterson, 
Kareem Hunt on suspension. Uh, Kyle Rudolph still around. Todd Gurley on one knee. He's got Michael Thomas and Thielen, so... Um, well, Thielen, I don't know. Thielen really flattened out after that first eight weeks. But yeah. He was really good for a while. So it's they got really Frank down. Gore. Frank Gore will get him a touchdown every week. Yes, he will. Um, man, it might be it might be the Mallards. Really, to see how Carson Wentz comes back, but uh, I think Carson the Wentz. Is, I think Carson Wentz is the league MVP. Ooh, uh, he's maybe he's top five. Year. He's gonna be a big year. So, with Godwin and uh, Evans at wide receiver, I really should just go all in on the box and just throw Jameis Winston out there and score like eighty points like five times. Yeah, so yeah, I, I think it's the Mallards and the Dragons. Uh, the the, Mall- the Dragons just don't really have any depth at running back after Carryon Johnson, so he's gonna have to go four wideouts, and I just don't see the depth there to do so. I, I think Latavius Murray has a good year. I think I think he's gonna be good in New Orleans, but okay. Then. Who yeah. still needs a QB? He's still got that. I, I know he would definitely move on from one of those QBs. So he's got a big chip he could trade too. Yeah. He's, man, he's got. I mean, look at all those wide receivers he got, and then he gets AJ Brown, who probably had the highest floor in the draft. He's just on a yeah. horrible NFL team. If he'd landed yeah. anywhere else, he he would have been one of the first three picks in the draft, the YFL draft. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And the boys, obviously, um, big. Bump and getting Kyler Murray, he should be pretty good this year fantasy wise. I don't know if they win a lot of games, but I think I think he puts up some pretty good garbage stats. Yeah, he uh, he just got hurt by that Lamar Miller ACL tear, and then Jalen yes. Thompson's bubble just got burst too. But you know Murray's as good as they say, and he's got Chubb and Chubb. Friedman bounces back, Evan Ingram, yep. Cooks, and if you know AJ Green comes back, or Robbie Anderson's good. Got a yeah. good team. I think I think the big yeah. boys win the wild card. Okay, that's who I'm going with. Mallards and the boys making the playoffs. All right, I'll take the Mallards to win that division as well. Let me hold off on my wild card pick. All right, a- NFC West. So the chickens have been quiet for a while. What's left of the chickens roster? A sparkling starting lineup and little else. Yeah, so we I think Ezekiel Elliott signs probably this week. Maybe plays Sunday. Maybe they hold him off to week two to avoid a unnecessary injury. But I think he comes back. So he's got Connor and Elliott, which is a great backfield. Oh, Connor Elliott. He's still got McCoy and his flex. Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen, Drew Brees. He's got a he's got a great starting lineup. Yeah, these guys are the Patriots of the uh, the YFFL. Like they, no matter what, they just got something. Yeah, yeah, he's just, a favorite. Yeah. Automatic top five scoring team. Yeah, eight nine wins, no matter what. Yeah, division title. What do the brothers have? Brothers are, let's see, Memphis brothers. We got Goff, McCaffrey. I don't know if Freeman doing. Ido Smith's a a stiff. I don't think Brian's gonna enjoy him. Jared <laughs> Cook in New Orleans. 
Odell Beckham in Cleveland, and Robert Woods with the L.A. Rams. Yeah, just not a lot of depth there. Definitely short on depth, but he's got some he's got some good starters. Yeah, he could definitely flip. I mean, I would probably never trade Christian McCaffrey, but he could trade Christian McCaffrey and probably just really fill out that whole roster. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Huskers. What do you think of the Huskers this year? Oh, again, they'll be really competitive. Uh, somewhere in that seven and six, six seven range. He he gets Julio Jones now, so I I did tr- finally trade Julio over the weekend. Uh, I've been trying to trade him for like two, what seems like two years, and finally got what I think was a fair offer. And um, yeah, that was a good trade. Mac, what's his name? Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack. So, Marlon Mack. So. Um, I needed a running back. I had to do it. We were talking about Tevin Coleman, but obviously Mac is way more um, going for him right now, at least. It's always scary oh, training yeah. for these running backs where he's another guy who could be out of league in two years. You know, he wasn't highly acclaimed coming out of college, and you just never know. Like, but Probably the biggest thing, this is like Mike and I are always talking about this, is He'll be asking me about a player. I'm like, do you really want to check Roto World? Every time you go to Roto World or whatever to see the news, like you want to see your player's name there. And that's what Julio Jones was, was 10 blurbs a week about his foot. Yeah. Like just getting him off the roster is probably going to just feel good to know you're not going to be wondering what's going on with him. I mean, he was great, you know, 1,600 yards and his two TDs and stuff, but yeah. You don't have to wonder anymore. Um, Kevin got Miles Boykin. He was thinking about taking him at number six overall. He still walks away with him, so he's pretty happy about that. Yeah, I I, I did a lot of research on Boykin. I mean, I, I guess he's going to be good. I still like Marquise Brown better. I watched him a lot at Oklahoma, and I, I think Marquise Brown is going to be a very good wide receiver. Um but yeah, I, I didn't buy into the hype of Boykin, so so Kevin got him. I'm glad he didn't take him at six because that would have been a reach. And then the beans, the beans. The be- I mean, the, I, I no longer the- have the worst running backs in the league, but probably not too far out of the basement on that yet either. <laughs> I just need two of these guys to perform. So I got Marlon Mack, and then we'll see what's going on with Ronald Jones. We'll see what happens with Carlos Hyde in Houston. We'll see maybe Daryl Henderson gets a chance in L.A. Mike Davis, maybe he vultures TDs from from Montgomery, you know, because my new one-yard TD guy. So I just need two of them to step up. Uh, But look at my wide receivers. What, What do you think of that wide receiver group? Jury's out on Corey Davis, but I mean, Will Fuller's healthy for a few weeks. Deshaun Jackson, Tyler Lockett. Put all three of those guys right in your lineup, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm hoping, you know, and I hope Nikhil Harry actually develops into somebody. I hope Marquise Brown, they were the two first round NFL draft picks at wide receiver. So I'm yeah. hoping one of them pans out. What are the chances both of them won't? So I like how I'm set up there for the future. Like these, these six, seven should be my, you know, on my roster for the next three or four years, I would think. 
uh, aside from Deshaun Jackson, obviously, but um, I, I like what I got there. And then I think my tight ends are decent. You know, I expect to be competitive. I'm not going to go eight and five, nine and four, but I think you know I'll fall, probably fall in that seven six six seven range. I think I can muster out some wins, but I, I just don't think this is a playoff team, unfortunately. So for the a- NFC West, I'm going to say the Huskers win at eight and five, just because the chickens, the chickens have some sort of injury hit, and it just cripples them when they have no depth. Yeah, I think I think the Huskers are the wild card, and I'll take the chickens to win the division at eight and five, and maybe the Huskers go eight and five too, but don't have as much points. So who do you think comes out of the NFC? Um, I, I'll, I'll give you the nod, Steve. I think the Mallards probably probably have what it have the most depth and have probably get you through the playoffs. You'll be able to sustain. You know, injuries won't kill your team like it will like the Chickens and the Huskers and some other teams. So. I think the Mallards escaped the NFC. It's a very tough conference. Yeah, I'm going to be a homer and, and take the Mallards too in the NFC as well, and then be sacrificed at the hands <laughs> of the buddies. But I think I love what the Mallards are going on. I feel like it's going to be Mallards buddies, like in the Super Bowl, like at least two or three times in the next like five years. Oof! Wow. It's a bold statement, but. I think you would be seeing a lot of Mallards and Buddies. Yeah. I mean, heck, I probably, the Mallards probably would have won one two years ago if I just did lose every QB going yeah. into the playoffs. And then I score 66 oh, and lose with no QB. Crazy. Yeah. But, yeah, I think you're going to still tinker with your lineups a little bit. You know, that Evans and Godwin, both on the Mallards, is probably going to eventually drive you crazy. So I think you move one of those guys midseason, and we'll see what happens with Rashad Penny. Jalen Samuels is a great stash. I think he's going to be really good. Yeah, I'm really uh, hoping. Darius, we haven't even talked about Darius Geis. I know, he looks a, so good, but he's, he's on the man and, team. He's going to be the man in Washington. Uh, I don't know, yeah. feed him the ball, it sounds like. So, yeah, I think, I think you got uh, some really, really good running backs. So The Carson-Penny thing, I just hope eventually long-term works itself out, like, I figure this is probably my last year with Mark Ingram. I mean, you kind of look at the lineup and you're like, who do I cut? What four guys do I cut next year? It's, yeah. It's going to be tough. Like, I'm yeah. I'm going to have to move one of these QBs this year. Hopefully, yeah. you know, everyone plays well. And I'm, just, I'm going to have to trade one. Yeah, you'll trade so, one for a first-round draft pick. Someone will need to get desperate. Yeah, you know, do something like that or, like, package one with Godwin and just get, like, a stud wide receiver back or something. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be a fun season. I'm glad it's finally here. The off season flew by as usual. It's amazing how much faster NFL seasons show up now that we all have kids. Yeah. I'm I'm excited for football. I watched a lot of college football this weekend and got me pretty excited for the NFL. No Sunday ticket for you this year. How are you going to survive? Uh, I'm really like on one hand, like I'm really disappointed, and I really wish I still had it. But on the other hand, all I have to do is look at 
my um, friend's Colts soccer schedule, and <laughs> I know that it just doesn't matter because literally the only week they she has a morning game is the weekend I'm down in New Jersey, so it doesn't matter. Wow. Every game is like two thirty, three, mm. one o'clock, and you know, in half the games are a bit of a car ride away too. So like we had a tournament Sunday, we played four games in five hours. There was like teams from Bangor. It was crazy. Wow. It's so ridiculous. So a lot less football, mostly prime time for me and whatever those four o'clock games are. But hopefully, you know, like later in the season when Yahoo's kind of got a lot of the games on, hopefully I can somehow watch that. Yeah. And I, I think that with the next set of TV negotiations yeah. you're going to see all games streaming at yep, that point. Absolutely. Absolutely. So direct TV's time is coming to an end. Yeah. I agree. Anything else to wrap up? Uh, no, I think that's about it. I think, I think I've uh, been on, on my own bandwagon long enough. I think everyone's heard enough Ballard talk and enough <laughs> bad Ed Pierce joke stuff. So, yeah, hopefully this recorded. I really hope it did, but if it didn't, whatever. Maybe <laughs> it would be the second one we've lost to the yeah to the black hole of the internet. Yeah, I, it should record. I don't know. Maybe it was just maybe it's just taking forever to spool it up or whatever. But we'll see. All right. Well, thanks for the call. We'll uh, touch base in a week or two. All right. Sounds good, Steve. See ya. See ya.